I'm Tierra Drake and I'm the founder of Girls on Another Level. In a nutshell, Girls on Another Level aims to progressively empower women who are a catalyst for success. It is my mission to highlight African American women who are well established in their careers. What is needed are inspiring and real stories from women who have experienced things and can help guide other young women on their desired career path. My passion is to explore women's stories and what it really takes for women to be successful. The goal is to elevate and inspire the minds of women while they navigate their journey to a beneficial future. With the voice God gave me, I am committed to helping others become a girl on another level. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Girls on Another Level. From the clip that I'm about to play, can you guess what career we're going to be talking about today? I like that. Your flavor's hot. Okay, I got it. You're a biter now. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> you guys should come to my class. Your class? I teach hip-hop at the center. Center? Today, I have the honor and privilege to interview Chelsea Warren. And so I, I'm just going to get off the list of what she does. She's a dance teacher, stage manager. She's a CEO and creative director, a choreographer. She's wearing many, many hats in the field of dance. And so I just want to welcome you into the show. Chelsea, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm excited for this conversation. So we're just going to jump in there. And so... You are doing a lot, a lot of amazing things. And so I saw in your bio, you mentioned that you've been dancing since you were two, but you started dancing professionally at the age of seven. So what was like that aha moment where you're like, okay, dance is my true interest and it's something that I'm passionate about and what I want to pursue. What was that like? Um, so basically I was the first born so I feel like my parents wanted me to really explore and get me to try as many things as possible so I was thankful for that experience um, I got into tennis and basketball cheerleading swimming which only lasted a day but as far as everything else it was just fun trying to try different things um, and then it became uh, serious when I had an injury during a basketball game and so I think at that point that's when I kind of figured like okay I have to decide what I really want to do um, because I didn't think basketball was going to last much, much longer. So that's when I got into dance and I just stuck with it. So I took a hip hop recreational class um, at a local high school. And that's when I was recognized by the dance instructor. And she gave me a scholarship to join her dance company. And from that point on, I was a competitive dancer. Um, we did music videos. We traveled, cruise ships and uh, Vegas and so many other places so that's when I was just like yeah I, I'm locked in with this because it was just a great experience great learning experience and networking overall it was just I, I loved it that was probably the best years of my life actually as far as dance oh wow so you just like from the jump just off the bat traveling and that's okay and I <laughs> love the fact that your parents actually had you to experience things so you can learn what you like, what you don't like. I think a lot of people um, are kind of hindered by that because they don't have the support of family members or friends or whoever it may be to actually explore something outside of being like a lawyer, doctor, you know, like there are many avenues. So that's really cool and interesting right. to hear. 
Um, now, being that dance is something that's not necessarily one of those top three careers that people are looking to pursue, have you experienced people outside of your family telling you like dance should just be a hobby? Um, no, actually, and I think that's just a blessing in itself. Uh, my parents, they invested a lot uh, as far as dance, and once I hit it, as far as being in the dance company, that's where it became expensive. And dance overall is just an expensive sport to even be involved in, um, and that's what really even made me go into college to continue to study dance, because I just felt like, you know, if they invested so much into me, now um, I should just definitely continue to do it so that way I can give back. Because hopefully, you know, that's the goal is to become famous in this dance world and to be able to make money and become wealthy so that way I can really give back to my family who invested so much into me just as a dancer. Um, so, I mean, I think it, it, it just it, it's crazy because they didn't say that. I know when it came to college, my mom's thing was, you know, you don't have to go to college. She said you can just take this money and invest in training. But I really wanted the college experience myself. Um, and I don't regret it at all. I think those were the best four years of my life, being in college and growing as a dancer. And having that degree is just an extra boost to now being in the dance world. And I just love saying that I have a BFA in dance. It's an honor to me. Yes, and you helped from Valdosta State. Yes. <laughs> so definitely a good school but since you did decide to get that college experience um what are some things that you learned from your program at Valdosta versus things that you've just kind of learned from experience outside of school hmm. I mean definitely the education part completely unexpected um I definitely thank my teacher in high school uh, Miss Collins at South Gwinnett we definitely studied a lot of the vocabulary. We studied a lot of the dance history. And so just going into college, literally all I did was take those same exact notebooks that I had and I was able to pass um, pretty much all of my classes just by having the same exact information. So the dance vocab and dance history, that was something that was stuck in me, but it came to that kinesiology. I will never, never forget that. Um, <laughs> that I struggled. <laughs> in kinesiology um it's it just little things like that but it was just so interesting to learn that it's more to it than just dance i think sometimes people would be like oh why did you go to school for dance and it's like yeah we didn't just take dance classes and dance every single day there was a lot of work that was put into it papers um pr public relations uh voice and diction it was so many different aspects of that dance degree uh makeup classes having to take part in workshops and and creating costumes um, there was just so much that was involved with it, and I think that was just great. I, I would encourage anyone who wants to pursue a career in dance to actually go to school for it, um, because you learn a lot more than you would learn just by training in the studio day to day. That's interesting to hear. I know um, that you guys used to have like your shows and the recitals as far as the program, and so it's just interesting to hear and kind of knock out that common misconception people have about dancers. Like it's not. We're not just hitting up in the studio at two o'clock today. Right. Try to, you know, like it's it's the science. It's a whole thing behind it. Um, and so that's really interesting to hear. Um, now, as far as your process, whether it was when you were in school or what you do now, what's your process like um, with coming up with choreography and getting your creative juices flowing? 
Um, so I like to listen to the music a lot. Um, and so I tell the same story all the time. I don't have a studio home. So my my space, my living space, that's the only place in which I could dance. Um, but I just choose not to. I don't know why. So when it comes to like my classes that I actually teach, I do not choreograph until I'm actually in that space in that moment. Um, and I don't, I don't know how I do it. I, I guess it's just the blessing and the talent. But I really just don't create until I'm in the space with the dancers because it's something about the dancers that inspire the movement for me. So that's why I like to just work when I'm in that moment. Um, and also sometimes when I choreograph ahead of time, I have the worst memory. So I will tend to forget everything that I would have choreographed ahead of time. So honestly and truly, when I get in the studio, that's when I choreograph. And sometimes it's funny because people will catch on it in the studio. And they'll be like, did you just make that up? And I'm like, yeah, we're just going <laughs> to rock with it. We're just going to run it back a million times until we get it. But I mean, nine times out of 10, if I create a dance, is going to be on the spot because that's just the only way that I'm able to operate. Oh, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I just thought about it because I remember, and I believe this was probably like my sophomore year, my freshman year at Valdosta, but you taught that class, um, one dance class, and it was to the song Humble um, by Kendrick Lamar. And I was just yeah. so happy because like, I'm not much of a dancer, so my friend encouraged me to take the class. And so I was like, okay, I'm getting these moves. And I remember yes. when we went um, after the class and me and my friend, we were in our dorm, we were doing the dance. I'm like, okay, girl. I was like, she did that because <laughs> just the way you break down um, the moves um, and just, you know, not just saying like, okay, we're going to do this little eight count, this one, two step. And, you know, that's it. But you also stressed how you have to put your own into it. And so I think that's definitely something that's important for not just people that have experience with dance, but someone like me who's just kind of like, mm, let me just try this just to get out of my comfort zone. So I think that's definitely something that's commendable. But um, as far as skills when it comes to being a dancer or qualities, what would you say would be at least the most two important skills to have? Um, I would definitely say that you would have to have passion. Um, a lot of people say that they want to dance and, um, and sometimes just because they want to be seen or sometimes because they see other people do it. But if you have the passion, then I think that it's something that you'll never stop wanting to grow in. And it's something that you always try to learn. You can be self-taught and you'll continue to train via video, TikTok now. YouTube or you can just be paying and investing in, in your dance career and you take multiple classes so I think if you have a passion um, you will always be a dancer and, and no one could ever stop you if you have a passion for dance um, and then I'll probably say the second one um, maybe just rhythm <laughs> I guess just, just basic <laughs> rhythm um, because I think without the rhythm I mean it's kind of hard for me I can say but for me I can't really teach the rhythm aspect uh, but I can, and I always tell my students, I'm like, I, I can't create a dancer, but I can definitely teach you, you know, how to dance. And if you have the passion, then you're a dancer. And so that's just how it adds up. But yeah, I would say rhythm for sure. And then passion, of course, to sustain in this career. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, honestly, you, I agree with you. If you don't have rhythm, we, nobody's going to want to look really at that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I can't help you. Either you got it or you don't. You got a little <laughs> bit. We can work on it, but I don't know. Okay. I can make you blend. I can make you blend, but right. not as a solo. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. Okay. So, now that you are a dance teacher, you choreograph, um, what was the process like after graduating college? Did you know exactly what area you wanted to go in? Did you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur and kind of, you know, start your clothing business? Like, what was the process like in finding jobs and gigs in your field? Um, so basically, the pressure was definitely on my mom. <laughs> Towards the end of my college career, it was just like, what are you going to do? Like, you now have a dance degree, so what are you going to do? How are you going to use it? You just spent four years. What are you going to do? So the pressure was on, but again, just another blessing. Um, I had someone reach out, and she was a friend of my mom. Uh, my brother, he played soccer, and so this was all from a soccer family. And she reached out, and she was just like, I know Chelsea's about to graduate and get her degree in dance. And I would like to incorporate dance in our grant-funded program at our school. And it was just out of the blue. And so it seriously was a blessing. And so she contacted me. And literally the week after graduation, I was back at home and I was teaching. Um, she didn't even let the school year in. I was already there. I was meeting the students before the school year was over. And I worked with them until the school year ended. And we had a great summer school program. And then we came back running in the fall and so I was already working in Washington County right away um, and so that was just su super awesome and then also Miss Collins of South Gwinnett she contacted me and I was with her forever since high school so she called me to work with her dancers and I've been there since and just being attached to South Gwinnett I've had opportunities to work at Parkview High School, Brooklyn High School um, and I also just recently taught at a dance clinic with all of the Gwinnett County High Schools together so it's just super great how all of this just connected all starting with the Walker County and I didn't know if I was going to have a job and without the blue I got one and I was started right away um, and then just being in the dance world I was thinking I'm like oh my gosh I'm dancing every day like when am I going to wear a dance class and I just started creating my own stuff like I got a heat press and five six seven eight was just sticking because that's just the term we use all the time in dance and that's just how I created half the clothing and it's just it's just working out and I love it. I'm super passionate about it. Like I said, when you're passionate about something, it, it'll last. And so I just hope to expand my clothing business. I hope to grow and dance and eventually own my own studio so I can continue to work with students and keep dance uh, and fine arts in the school system. So that's the goal. Oh, that's awesome. And I'm glad that you brought up as far as your apparel. And correct me if I'm wrong, is it just an acronym or do you do you say C-A-D-A <laughs> the thing is I say C-A-D-A but now everybody is rocking with the Cataco and so I'm rocking with it but it's definitely Chelsea Elise Dance Apparel that's all it really was but we can okay. rock with the Cataco C-A-D-A it is whatever the people like I am just here for the clothes so <laughs> cause I was like Ugh. I was like let me not mess this no. up in this interview and she's like, that's not even how you say it. <laughs> it is a tomato-tomato situation. Got you. Okay. <laughs> so I do want to say, like, your apparel is so unique. Um, I love that 
you know, you didn't just start a brand or a t-shirt brand just because, hey, let me just sell some shirts, you know, like it coincides with what you actually do, dance, like everybody know you're going to start off with the five, six, seven, eight, so like, and you have like different colors, sweatshirts, Um, I think you have sweatpants to go with the sweatshirts, like let the listeners know where they can, you know, find your merchandise and shop with you. So they can go onto the website. It's cadaco.shop. Um, and I worked on it. That was, I, I take pride in it. I started out just pressing all of my clothes by myself, uh, just with a little machine, cutting machine. And I was pressing everything, which became hectic. And so just studying and learning how to do drop shipping. It was just great during COVID for me to understand that and learn that. And so I'm taking pride in it, but it's cadaco dot shop and you can just shop i have over 100 products period yes i love it i love it just from the conversation we we've had thus far like it just really seems like once you honed in action like it just really shows how god is just confirming you know one thing after another that this is for you and so you have gone through different avenues you've been featured in music videos um you've done movie projects and i believe in your bio you said sitcoms as well and so what is a day in the life like for you because which we're going to get into just a little bit here but you did mention that you are um currently working with gwinnett county public schools as a choreographer and so you have that you have your apparel line then we got the fills and the booty work classes. So, like, what is a day in the life like for you? Ooh, no sleep, for sure. So that's at the <laughs> top. Um, but, yes, I'll, I'll wake up, and it just depends on the day. So, like I said, I'm at a few uh, schools. So sometimes I'll go to one school, and then I'll switch over and hop at another school for another class period and go back and forth until the end of the school day. And then I have practice uh, with the South Gwinnett uh, High School Band. Uh, so we're doing that in the afternoon. Um, and I also, I work in nightlife. So I'm a host at a restaurant and lounge in Buckhead. So Vision Lounge, woo woo. But that's where I'm at. And so booking sections and we're there all night partying. So that's pretty much as far as my social life goes. Uh, so work is a blessing too because I'm able to party and still work. Uh, and then after that, I'm right back at it. It's just a continuous cycle. And so when it comes to the clothing and whatnot, that's just throughout the day trying to figure out how to fit it in. One day I'm like, I'm probably going to need an assistant because I am just running dry. But uh, I, I just love it. I love it. I pray for it. So I can't complain about it. And so I love being busy. I love staying busy. And when I'm not busy, I actually don't know what to do with myself. So <laughs> I will always <laughs> stick to a busy schedule. Oh, wow. That girl, yes. Your, your day is from start to finish. As soon as you wake up, like you're, you're on the go. So that's, ooh, that's commendable because I think right now with our generation, it's kind of everybody kind of wants the quick life just to accomplish their goals and just think that nothing, not to say anything bad, but like there are challenges. There are things that you're going to have to sacrifice. And so, for you to realize that, okay, if this is something that I want, this is something that I'm going to have to take out of, you know, my lifestyle or 
this is something that I need to incorporate or just not giving up, you know? So I definitely right. commend you for that. I think, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, you've started your um, clothing business about two years ago, am I correct? Somewhere yep, along those lines? Yes, yes, yes. And so just for you to keep going, cause I'm sure you've had some challenges, whether it's with your clothing line or just, you know, with your career in that field. So I just want to commend you for not giving up. I think, you know, it's hard for people once they kind of stop to get back in that groove. And so it just shows again that God is just kind of working with you and working through you as far as you serving people because we're here to, you know, serve him and serve to others. So it's like you found your passion and you're you're doing what, you know, God had intended for you to do. And so now I know everything is kind of, you know, lined up for you and, you know, you've had opportunities that have been able to come to you, but have you had any sort of challenges throughout your journey in being a dancer? Um, definitely. Uh, I had several knee injuries. Um, at one point I had a knee injury that caused me to sprain my ankle. So I had both of those going on at the same time. And then in college, in the ballet class, I dislocated my knee and I popped it back in myself. And so that's how I messed myself up because for a month, I did, well, for the rest of the semester, actually, I danced on it that way. And it just came to the point that I couldn't walk one day. And so I told my mom, I'm like, I have to go to the hospital. Like, I know something's wrong. And the doctor was like, there's nothing wrong. We don't see anything. And I was just like, I can't. So they put a camera in and that's when they realized that I tore pretty much everything, my ACL, MCL, PCL, and I had uh, had knee reconstruction surgery. So really at that point, it was a turning point for me in my dance career because I wanted to be a performer. I wanted to do Broadway. I wanted to do all of these things as a performer, um, but just being able to sit out and just watch how my professors moved and watch how different teachers moved, I actually decided to get into choreography and teaching and so that's when I got into the education side of things and that's why I want to go back and get my master's hopefully and become a professor of dance uh, just because I really enjoy this side of dance now. Um, I always want to be a performer. I still have a love for it um, and that's why I love teaching so that way I can still live through my students and dancers uh, but definitely that knee injury is what took me out the game for a minute um, but I, I'm also thankful for it in the end. Uh, just for the simple fact that it changed my path. So it, it happened yeah. for me. That's a, a good way to pivot. I think, you know, it's still something that falls in line with the field of dance and it's something that you're still interested in. I think a lot of times if things don't go the way we plan them to in our heads, not God's plan, but our plan, it's kind of mm -hmm. like, what, what are we going to do? So I love the fact that you were able to kind of bounce back from that. Cause I'm sure not just, you know, being able to dance and just sitting out and watching, I'm sure that was probably, you know, sad and disappointing in the beginning, but you were able to just pivot um, and just find another avenue in which you can still do your passion. So that's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And so girl with these classes I have to go to a class you gotta let the people know you have the fields class which I believe is contemporary and then of course you got the booty work it girl you would never know you had a, a serious knee injury because you 
you be killing it on those Instagram videos. So tell me a little bit about your classes and, you know, what the environment is like when you have your um, classes. So um, I do a field class, like you said, contemporary. Uh, I was doing that every Thursday. And then I was having my booty work class, which is a twerk fitness class. And I was doing that every Monday. I did have to slow down just because I was so busy with the school system and, and doing band now after school. So I'm adjusting my schedule so that way over the summer I can definitely offer that. Um, looking at hosting this class at a new location. So, of course, I will put that put out all of that information on my Instagram. But we're going to bring it back for the summertime. And I just enjoy working with the adults. I teach high school, you know, during the week. And it's just fun to work with the adults and get to turn it up a notch. Um, and just tap into a different side. So it's so much fun. My friends are always in attendance. So that's just always a boost. And so it's just a great way for us to work out, really get to know each other on a different level. Um, and I, I just love it. And it's not even about the, the money aspect of it. I will teach a class for free just because I love that environment and the applause and everything, the great spirits and everybody just encouraging each other. Whether you got the dance or not, it's just the best environment to be in for someone who wants to try dance or someone who wants to get back into it. It's, it's awesome. You pointed out something where whether or not you are a good dancer or not, and I've attended a few dance classes. And so it just has to be that right environment where it's set up to where you feel comfortable. I've been to a few where, you know, I feel just way out of my league. And so for you to, you know, just encourage the people that are there for your classes and get other people, you know, encouraging others, I think that is, I have to come to a class because that, that can make a person not want to come back. And so the fact that you strive that importance as far as your classes and just making people feel comfortable, but yet having fun. Yeah, I, I got to come to a class. And Definitely. the people that are come listening, on, come on. <laughs> y'all have to come to a class as well. We're going to all be in there together. And so when you do get that started back, just share your, your socials and where people can find you so they can just kind of keep up to date with that. I'm on Instagram. It's at Chelsea Elise. That's C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-L-E-E-C-E. And so I post pretty much everything that I'm doing there from the school to the adult classes to the clothing to the nightlife. Uh, I pretty much post everything there. And that's how you can always stay updated on where I'm at and what I'm up to. Yes, yes. I love it. Well, as we wrap up, um, is there anything you wanted to share as far as any advice for someone who's looking to pursue a, um, a career in dance? What what do you want to share before we go? Um, do it. If you want to dance as a career, do it. Uh, I Like I said, I was fortunate enough to not have people in my family doubt that that would be a career that I could succeed in. <clears throat> but I definitely encourage you to just do it. If that's what you want to do, go for it. Whether you decide to train in the studio, or like I said, I highly recommend that you pursue dance as education uh, in college. I definitely recommend that. But whatever you decide to do, just understand that it's a path that does come with a lot of complications, whether it be your personal body issues, or whether it's like COVID when things shut down for the dance world or just any any other problems in it. They're gonna come your way, financial issues. You're not always gonna book gigs. You're not always gonna be booked and busy. And so you have to be able to hustle. 
And that's the biggest thing is a lot of people just want to dance and then they get lazy and they don't want to do anything else besides just dance. And you have to understand that, yes, sometimes it's passion over profit, but you have to be reasonable. You have to be able to hustle and make money and make ends meet, but still follow that passion and never let that die. Yes, yes. I love it. I love it. And so... Now you've shared your advice, you've shared your journey, but you gotta, you, girl, you gotta pat yourself on the back. So I know you've done music videos, sitcoms, other projects. So I'm just shout out a couple of things that you've been a part of, just so you can give yourself. I feel like we don't celebrate ourselves enough because we're so <laughs> in the moment. And so just just let the listeners um, just know a little bit about what you've been a part of. Ooh, what have I? Um, <laughs> well, in college, I was president of dance club for two years. Um, I'm dancing now as the auxiliary coach for South Gwinnett High School. I'm the all-stars dance coach at South Gwinnett High School. I'm one of the assistant choreographers for Art in Motion at South Gwinnett High School. I'm teaching for the Parkview Dance Program, their dance team at Parkview High School, teaching Brookwood Dance Program teaching their dance team as well. I'm teaching, like you said, the fields and the booty work class. I'm running my business. And yes, uh, <laughs> I'm staying busy and I'm trying to open my studio eventually. So that's just the work that's happening in the background. But staying busy, like I said, I just love a busy schedule. So I'm with it. Yes, I love it. And just kudos to everything that you've done and everything that you're doing. Um, I just want to wish you nothing but continued success. Um, you are making a difference. And I, I think just especially with you wanting to stay in the schools and keeping that program alive, I think that's that's commendable because it starts with one person and you're inspiring all these kids in Gwinnett. I'm in Gwinnett too, girl. So Gwinnett, yes. we're, we're huge. So it's, <laughs> right. it's amazing that you're able to start off, you know, in a big place and just, you know, spread your love, your talent um, just around to these kids because that that's amazing avenue that they can start with. And you never know what they can do just by you being that teacher for them. So I definitely wish you nothing but continued success. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much.